If you want to know anything and everything there is to know about how to sell your house, you're in the right spot, my friend. Welcome to the How to Sell a House podcast. Welcome back to the How to Sell a House podcast. This is where you come for everything and anything you need to know about how to sell your house. If you guys want some more information, head over to howtosellahousepodcast.com. And we are real estate agents out here in North County, San Diego, but we have a great network of people all around the country. So head over there, reach out to us, and we'll get you connected with somebody awesome to help you sell your house. I'm Chris Erickson. I'm Cassidy Lewis. Lauren Sanders. And today we're going to get into a very important number. What is the most important number when selling your house? Is it the purchase or the sales price of what you sell your house for? Not necessarily. So we're going to get into that and give you kind of how to calculate that number. Maybe even at the end, give you a little insight into if you don't like that specific number, how you could raise that number a little bit. So let's jump into what's the most important number when selling your house. Like Chris mentioned, a lot of people think that that purchase price, that sales price is the most important number when they are thinking about selling their house. But it really comes down to the net proceeds. And what the net proceeds are, it's what is going to be in your pocket when you close escrow. So it's taking out all the loans you have. It's taking out the expenses, the commissions, all the things within your local market, which are it's going to be different for, for different markets. That net number, that net proceed is the most important number when thinking about selling your house. So if you're trying to calculate your net proceeds, one of the easiest ways is just to reach out to an agent and they'll be able to kind of provide you with a net sheet as we call it. And they'll run you through a pretty detailed sheet of kind of everything that's going to be involved in the transaction. Some things we'll get into in a little bit might not be exact, but some agents will put them on there as estimated just so you have an idea and you won't be super surprised. You know, maybe it's some miscellaneous stuff that you don't think of right up front, but the main number is going to be your loan, your, your payoff. Look at your last mortgage. You can reach out to your mortgage person and just see what you owe on your loan still. That's going to be the biggest number for most people that comes out of their proceeds is what they still owe. Because once you do close escrow, that number is going to come get paid off. That loan is going to get paid off to the lender and you will get not necessarily the rest of the money, but you will get the next portion will come to you. One thing some people don't think about too, it's not just the mortgage or if you've got a second on your home, it's not just those loans. It's also, did you get a loan for solar? Do you have a line of credit that's on the house? Things like that, that you don't think about having to get paid off before close. So it's anything, any loan that has to get paid off with the sale of your house. When you're selling your home, also, if you happen to be, it's an investment home or you live out of state, make sure you understand how much of the taxes may come out of your closing statement that are prepaid um, that you will owe. So your net might look different than what you think it is just because you're prepaying some taxes that you would owe from the gain of your sale. That's one number I've seen show up sometimes that people weren't expecting or that their agent didn't prepare them for. Hey, there's $32,000 coming off three and a third percent of the sale price. And your agent too, your listing agent in your area will know that information. We get our net sheets from escrow, our escrow offices also, um, and they'll know those numbers too. So they'll know what's going to have to be withheld. They're actually the ones that collect it and then pay it for you. So yeah, make sure you understand that too. If, if you are, just think about that. If you're an out-of-state seller or in California, an out-of-state seller, see what your what it entails where you're from. One other item you might see on your net sheet that will come 
uh, off against what your sales price of your home is, is commissions, what you're paying your agent, unless you're selling your house by yourself, you still might have to pay a buyer's agent. But nonetheless, typically those run about five to 6%. Now that number is a totally negotiable. You know, there's discount brokers, there's brokers who even charge more than that, depending on what level of service they are providing. But that's going to be one of the bigger expenses on your net sheet. So be sure to just kind of keep eye on that. So the other costs that you'll see come through on the net sheet. Um, and there's going to be things that are unexpected, but the ones that we kind of um, add in right off the bat are around an extra percent to a percent and a half. And that includes escrow fees, title fees, and these are going to be different in every warranty. market. Yeah. Home warranty, HOA docs, if you're an HOA, those will be knocked off that purchase price as well, but it's about a, a percent to a percent and a half just for calculation purposes. Yeah. One thing we've talked about this in a previous uh, episode, how maybe getting a home inspection and termite inspection, doing those things up front. So you don't have unexpected costs that show up once you're in escrow, but that could be one of the closing costs that'll show up is hey, if your roof is shot, it could be a $40,000 deal. There's some prep work you can do to not have as many unexpected costs. And then there's also just some an agent professional going through your house eyeing it. If they can see things like, hey, there's probably some termite work, I'm going to add a 2500 You know, hopefully if you're working with a professional, they'll come up with a number on those. Pre-inspections and all that could keep you from having an unexpected big number. I know when we're working for a trust attorney or some of those folks, we do all this up front because they don't want any surprises in the end. And so if you're that kind, if you're that type of person, then just do that and then you'll know what your numbers are. All right. A few other fees that you're going to see on there is going to be escrow and potentially title fees or attorney fees, depending on what state you are in. And escrow is going to be the company that is basically kind of that neutral third party handling deposits from the buyer, handling your payoffs at the end. They're kind of like the quarterback in the deal and and help you uh, navigate through a lot of that, getting paperwork signed keeping everybody on track. And some other fees will be uh, title fees from a title company, just kind of uh, basically insurance against any uh, unknown people on the title or anything like that. They'll go through, you go through that during escrow process to make sure, but those fees will be on there as well, potentially depending on where you live as well. Attorney fees, if they are the closing attorneys, we don't have that here in California. That's what uh, escrow takes care of. And if you do live in a community with uh, an HOA, you will likely, depending on what the contract says and what you agree to, you will potentially have to pay the transfer and document fees for HOA to get all that paperwork to the seller or sorry, to the buyer rather, and uh, potentially also pay price to transfer that to the new owner of the property. Some of those have gotten quite high too. Yeah. Over a thousand dollars for the documents and then two, three hundred dollars to transfer. You know, it used to be like a hundred dollar fee. So it's and it's different everywhere. It could be just California. We like high price of everything. <laughs> you are going to have prorations for your mortgage payment, also for your property taxes. So they'll prorate those. Depending on when you close in the year, you might be paying taxes to the buyer, offsetting what because you haven't paid your taxes due yet. So you owe those. So they go to the buyer and they pay them when they pay. The other thing is your mortgage. Some people have a mortgage with a escrow. They've got an escrow account that's paying their property taxes, their insurance. So sometimes that you, if you have that, or you have an escrow account that's paying your property taxes when they're due and and some of those other fees, you're going to get some money well after closing, maybe a month or so after whatever the balance that's left in there, you're going to get that. 
And a lot of times out here in California, we see uh, negotiate already into the contract. The seller usually takes care of the home warranty. That could vary depending on if you're living in a condo or price goes up if you're living in a single family home and the size and pools and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, kind of ranges between 500 and a thousand bucks. Uh, just depends on what was uh, negotiated on. So the best case to make sure you get as close a number as possible is to have a professional provide this to you. Also, some of our escrows we work with will give us, we give them before we even open escrow, here's the information, loan and all that. And they'll provide us with a pretty close estimate of what your closing costs will entail. So that's the best way to do it. If you're just winging it and you want to have a ballpark, you know, get out your pen and make sure you hit the highlight ones. And like uh, Cassie mentioned earlier, I would use one and a half percent above whatever the fees you're paying to a real estate company. And so if it was 6%, you'd make seven and a half percent off a hundred thousand if that was your sale price. And that would give you a pretty close number. The main things to watch for though, like we mentioned, are if, if you're an out-of-state owner, there's going to be some prepaid taxes that could be a big number. And if your house is in poor condition and needs some things, that could be a big number. And if you don't like that n- number that you're seeing from your agent or if you're calculating on your own, we do have another episode on how to increase the value of your home. So definitely go and check that out. And thanks for listening. This has been the How to Sell a House podcast. If you're looking for more information, more resources, more of our episodes, go to howtosellahousepodcast.com. And if you are thinking about selling your house, definitely get in touch with us. We'd love to help you find somebody to help you sell your home anywhere in the country. So definitely hit us up. And thanks for listening.